welcome to Taking It Personally, the podcast for heart-led entrepreneurs who have a message to share through their business to positively impact the world. I'm Elle Turner, writer, business mindset mentor, mother and lifelong learner who wants to show you that when business is personal, that's when it can really make a difference, not only in your life, but in the lives of those around you and in the wider world. I'm on a heart-led mission to harness the power of thought leadership, mindset and personal growth to help you express your heartfelt, soul-led message with confidence to the world and grow your own impactful business. So whether you're a coach, a consultant, an author, a speaker, or in any other business, if you have a message to share and a positive impact to make, then here's my number one tip. Join me on this podcast every week and let's find out what we can do by taking it personally. Welcome or welcome back to the podcast where we talk about all things entrepreneurial leadership and mindset so that you can grow your heart-led, impact-driven business and live the life that resonates with you, that's in harmony with you at a heart and soul level. How are you? How on earth are you this week? I missed you last week. Did you miss me? I missed you, but it was good to have a break. It was good to have a few days away from routine to do something different, just to have some some time off and some headspace. I mean, it is an important boundary to hold in business, isn't it? Taking time off to get the headspace, to clear our heads, to recharge. And I'm okay at doing it throughout the year. And I guess that's because I'm used to having to take breaks at set times from years and years of having to take breaks during school holidays. And my husband has to plan his leave in advance. So that makes it easier for me than maybe it would be if I was left to my own devices to work out exactly when I was going to to take breaks if it was only my business that I needed to think about. So I am actually okay when it comes to scheduling breaks throughout the year, but I do still have some work to do to be good at scheduling headspace and downtime when it comes to short-term breaks or breaks within the day or within the week. And I don't mean in terms of non-working time. I have plenty of non-working time in a week, but in terms of headspace, like having a whole weekend without thinking about the business or without doing anything to do with the business, I am not as good as I could be at scheduling in that time. How about you? How do you find that? I mean, for me, I know it comes from, you know, loving the topic of leadership and mindset and loving planning ahead for my business, but that doesn't really matter. Even if you love something, even if you enjoy it, if it utilizes energy, you need to protect your energy and you need to recharge. And it's very important for me in my business to walk the talk when I'm talking about mindset and leadership work. But I also recognise that I'm human and, you know, I don't manage 100% of the time to always have my mindset tip top, to always look at something from a leadership point of view. I don't manage that 100% of the time. I'm human with a human brain. So I put my hand up to let you know when I could do better when it comes to this subject because we're all learning in order to grow as humans and in our business. So I like to put my hand up to let you know when I could do better and this is definitely one area that I could do better in. So let me know, are you good at proactively working time into your schedule to rest and recharge because it is a leadership skill and I'm always learning the leadership skills too. Now on the subject of learning, 
I wanted to bring to you today five things that I wish I'd known when I started my business. And I'm calling them five other things because you'll know that if you've been around here for a while, that when I started my first business in the online space in 2016, the biggest mistake that I made was that I didn't realize the fundamental importance of mindset work in business and I didn't realize the benefits of adopting a leadership mindset. These are two reasons why I do what I do now because I learned the hard way how important these components are in business and you know I want to save you the time and the hassle that's something that's really important to me. So the more time and particularly hassle I can save you the better and it was these two realizations that were important enough for me to build my business now around and I hope that you know that if you're here that approaching your business with an entrepreneurial leader's mindset and doing ongoing mindset work are two non-negotiables as far as I'm concerned and that's what I'm here to support you with but there are other things that I wish I'd known when I started my business and I wanted to talk with you about them today. Some of them are mindsets that I wish I'd understood quicker so not just the importance of mindset work in itself as an ongoing practice as an ongoing support in business but some things I wish I'd thought about differently from the start. So there's some mindsets that I wish I'd understood quicker that I'm going to talk with you about today but there are also a couple of business model related mistakes that I made that I want to share in case it helps you. Now maybe you'll think they're a bit obvious but even if one person goes, ah, oh, it's not me that's bad at this business thing, it's that I've chosen the wrong business model. Even if just one person says that, then it's worth me saying it. So let's start there. The first thing I wish I'd realised is that I was starting with a business model that wasn't compatible with what I was trying to build for my life. And that's one reason that I ask you such a lot, what do you want from your business for your life? What do you want your business to bring into your life? And that's not just a cutesy banal question. If you actually define that and then really think about and research the type of business that will support the life you want, then that's where we want to be when we're starting. In my first business in 2016, I decided I wanted to design and sell eco-friendly stationery with a fiction twist because I write fiction as well. And there's nothing wrong with that in itself or as a business model, but comparing what I wanted to do in my business and what the business needed me to do, I discovered that they weren't the same thing and I just hadn't researched enough in the first instance to realise that that was going to be the case. So for example, the markup on the individual product was too low for my liking. I didn't want to be running back and forth to the post office to post packages. I should have set up the shipping differently from the get-go, for example. There are a whole host of things that would have been involved in making that stationary design and sale business successful that just wasn't what I wanted to do in my day-to-day. -day. And so number two follows on from that. When you're thinking about your business model, and the type of business that you want to build, make sure that you understand what you will be doing on a day-to-day -day basis in your business before you settle in your idea. Make sure that you know what's actually involved. I had so many ideas in 2016 with my stationary business, but what I didn't realise was that I had identified what amounted to about four full-time jobs because I didn't realise what was involved in each. And that doesn't mean I wouldn't have been able to bring all these aspects into my business eventually, 
but I did think at the time that I would be able to do them more than I was actually capable of doing with the time and experience that I had when I started out. So I was thinking, well, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to do the next thing. And yes, if I had understood or known to take it one step at a time, had I known what was involved in each of these components in the first place, then I wouldn't have immediately looked at what I considered to be my plans for my business and then realised they weren't going to work and then thought, oh goodness, what do I do now? So instead of understanding what was really going on, I had unrealistic expectations because of lack of knowledge and research on my part as to what was involved day to day. Now, I guess different people would respond to that situation differently. But what resulted for me was I I turned in on myself because remember, I wasn't aware of the fundamental importance of mindset work at this point in time. I turned on myself and believed that it was because I wasn't up to it. I wasn't up to running a business. I wasn't good enough. Looking back, and I don't think I've actually shared this before, that although that business, the stationary design and selling stationary online, although that business is still the wrong business model for me, I actually now realise that I was doing better than I thought I was. And I now know what I would have needed to do to make progress in it. It wasn't a dud idea. If I were to start that business again now, it wouldn't go the same way as it did. However, The way it did go led me here, which I'm glad about because this business is much better aligned with my skills and my experience, much better aligned. And the business model is much more scalable for my future lifestyle and dare I say retirement. Even though that's still a long way off, it's not so far off that I'm not thinking about and creating a strong base for it. So that's the first two things. Understand the business model that will support the life that you want to create and do enough groundwork to know what's involved day to day so that you can set your expectations and make decisions accordingly. Does that make sense? How do you feel about your business model? Does it support the life that you want to create? If you're thinking, oh, I don't know, or I don't think so, that's okay. It's good information to know so that you can make any changes that you need to make. And if you want to chat about it, let me know and we can talk about your next steps. No worries. And I said that there were mindsets that I'd wish I'd had at the time, ways of thinking that would have supported me more. If I had had, just before I go into what each of them are, if I had, that wouldn't have negated the first two at all. I would still have been in the situation where I had started the wrong business model and I hadn't done enough groundwork to know day to day what was going to be involved. So Even if I'd had these mindsets that I'm going to come on and talk to you about, that wouldn't have negated my business model issues. But it would have helped. And it would have helped me at the start of this business when I started doing business mindset mentoring. And it would have helped when I've made changes along the way as I've gone over the past few years. And there's still mindsets that I'm aware of managing and maintaining actively now because Certainly the first two aren't lockstep with my natural tendencies and you'll see what I mean when I talk about them. I mean, we all have tendencies and inclinations to think in certain ways and sometimes the ways that we naturally gravitate towards aren't as helpful as they could be. And the work that I do now as a leadership mindset mentor is about recognising and mitigating these tendencies and inclinations rather than thinking of them as fixed or adopting them into your identity by saying, well, that's just the way I am, or it's just my personality, because I don't believe these are fixed situations. Anyway, three mindsets that would have been more supportive than the ones I had. The first one is, if it takes time, that's okay. 
I've always believed that nothing's ever wasted. We just might not recognise its value in the moment. For example, when we look back over our lives, some things that we didn't understand why they happened or we weren't with at the time, we can see their value with hindsight, right? So I have always thought that, but it never translated through to having patience. I was saying to my email list the other week that I hate the feeling of not knowing what I'm doing. If I want to be good at something, I want to be good at it yesterday which is unrealistic I know and my tendency when that happens is to beat myself up and think it's just because I'm not good enough if I can't do something as quickly as I want and that now isn't a problem because I recognize it when it comes up and I can push through it faster which really is the point of mindset work right but that was my tendency and it can be exacerbated when we're looking around us if that is a tendency that you have it can be exacerbated when we look around us for example at others in the online space it's all very well to say stay in your own lane and don't succumb to comparisonitis which i do say but that only works when you know what your own lane is doesn't it otherwise of course you're going to look around from a learning perspective but then it's a matter of being able to tell the difference between learning and comparing and that's not easy so when you're seeing all the posts saying, I don't know, I made a gajillion dollars in 20 minutes or whatever, that really suggests that sort of success doesn't take time. And hey, there's always exceptions to all the rules, I guess. But in my experience, progress usually takes more time than you want it to. And that's okay. That's the mindset that I wish I'd had. We're all on our own timeline. Remember, it's going to make sense with hindsight. So cultivating, managing and maintaining patience and a mindset of it'll take what it takes is helpful. And the second mindset that I wish I'd had is you weren't born knowing all the things. That's number two. Recognising that it's okay that you don't know what you don't know and that you can learn is important. It goes back to what I was saying earlier about my tendency being to want to be able to do things stat rather than appreciating that there's a learning curve. And I think there's a lot of us like that. Those of us with big plans for a heart-led, impactful business, we're not a patient bunch by inclination, are we? Not when it comes to business results. Well, if this resonates with you, you're probably being too hard on yourself. Another tendency of yours maybe, I'm saying nothing. I may or may not have my hand up. Other than that, I do have my hand up and this is one of my things too. But again, once we're aware, we can recognise what's not helpful and work to move through it. You aren't born knowing all the things. You can't be an instant expert in all the things. No one else was born knowing all the things either and no one else was an instant expert in all the things. And if you think this is you, if, if you're going, well, yes, I think I maybe I'm being too hard on myself and I think, yeah, I may have this tendency too. If you find yourself thinking, well, I should be in this position or I should have done this or I should be doing that, try to replace these shoulds with would like to. I would like to be doing this. I would like to be doing that. It's a subtle shift from I'm doing something wrong to I'd like to find the solution to. If you change that wording, I should implies that there's something that you're not doing that you should be, that you're doing something wrong, but I would like to is a subtle shift towards I'd like to find the solution to be able to achieve X or Y. And also change your I can't to how can I? That is a subtle shift from staying stuck, I can't do that, I don't know how to do that, to 
curiosity. How can I do that? How can I learn how to do that? And notice just how these small shifts have you starting to think differently because everything you need is already within you. You just need the tools and the practice to get it out. And that's what we're all about around here. And the last thing that I want to talk with you about is pivoting, changing direction in your business. Pivoting comes from learning and growing, not failure. Now, I'm including this not because this one is one that particularly gave me a hard time, but because I know it can be a mindset trip up. We all have our own mindset trip ups. They can all be different. I have ones that you don't have and vice versa. And I know that this is one that can trip people up, feeling that if they have to pivot in their business, that they've somehow failed at what they attempted to do in the first place. But no, pivoting comes from learning and growing, not failure. I've pivoted more than once in my business, the most obvious being from the stationary design to the online education. But even within the online education, I've made tweaks and pivots as the time's gone on. And I am open to that in the future too, because one of the immense benefits I see of having a business is being able to build my own job description, if you like. So that's the way that I view pivoting. I definitely view it as coming from learning and growing and not from failure at all. But I understand why folks might think if I've had to give up on this or I failed at that because they've changed course. And it's just not so. Changing and pivoting comes from learning and growing, not failure, which is why I see my business as being for business owners over the lifetime of their business so that they can change and evolve as their business and life changes and evolves too. Because it will. And that's a good thing. One of the best things about the changes and the evolution in business is because you're improving as you go and making changes accordingly. That's the definition of growth and learning in action, really, isn't it? So I would love to know what you think about today's episode. So email me, l at lturnercreative.com. What resonated with you the most? What are you taking away from this episode? And what do you wish you'd known when you started your business? Let me know. I love to hear from you. And the place to be is on my email list. So there's a link in the description and you can actually get my three mistakes I made when I started my business guide through that link if you would like it. Spoiler alert, it is about mindset and self-care. Not so much of a spoiler if you've known me for a while, but if you could do with some journaling prompts around mindset and taking care of yourself as a business owner, grab your free copy. Why not? That is all from me for this week. I hope you enjoyed hearing about five things I wish I had known when I started my business. I hope you found it helpful and I will speak to you next week on the podcast. But until then, enjoy your business. Bye for now. Thank you for taking it personally and spending this time with me to talk all things business mindset and entrepreneurial leadership. I so appreciate your desire to have this conversation and join me on my truly heart-led mission. I believe in you. I'm rooting for you and your success always. So join me next time to talk about what we can do by taking it personally.